This is the Ridiculously Random Podcast where we talk about everything except pro wrestling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, can I can I can I get a word in here? I want to introduce myself. Oh, wait a second. I haven't even introduced myself. I, I'm your your host, Big Ray, and this is my co-host Colin Wysong. Yes, and this is the Ridiculously Random Podcast where we talk about movies, tech, games, pop culture, pretty much whatever the f we want to talk about. Oh, will you stop? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the show. Whenever I wake up in the morning, there's one thing I'm craving, there's one thing I'm wanting. I need the bowl, need the spoon, need the milk, and I need cereal. So many choices, so many flavors Fruit Loops now and Frosted Flakes later They pack a punch, you can eat them for breakfast or lunch It's cereal Oh, somebody give me a bowl I need my cereal Gotta make it through the day And there's no other Nothing else I wanna try My taste buds just don't lie Somebody give me a bowl So I can eat my cereal Colin, Colin my boy First, you know, we're going to start the show off really quickly, man. I I, I don't want to get into all introductions and stuff because the people who listen to us on a weekly basis, they, they know who we are. So I'm just going to ask you straight up, buddy. Uh, how was your week? I heard you got into some issues at work. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? No, it's just it was it's Memorial Day weekend and it's uh it's a busy weekend for us uh, essential restaurant workers. So, uh, you know, I had Friday off. Which is kind of nice because it's one of the, the the four days of oh, that cool. weekend that you kind of have to deal with. Mm-hmm. But then um, Saturday, Sunday, and then ultimately Monday were just batshit crazy. I, I I don't understand how you can schedule so heavy mm-hmm. on a Sunday right. and then actually on the Memorial Day not even have enough people to like make sure that everything runs smoothly. Like we we probably could have used three or four more bodies. Big Ray. Mm-hmm. All the while, we're being forced to wear masks. Yeah, well. and it's it's just it's so upsetting, Big Ray, because I wow. you know I I didn't wear a mask the entire time. Oh my god! Uh, that that all this stuff was going on. Why not? And now that it's supposed to be subsiding, I'm using mm-hmm. quotation fingers here, folks. Okay. Uh, now that it's supposed to be subsiding, now I'm supposed to wear a mask, and in what I do, it's hot. There's a ton of equipment. Like, okay. uh, like I've been wearing the mask that Sherry uh, made for us, and, and I yeah. like it. I, I like the uh, the baseball one. I actually turn it inside out sometimes and wear it like the black side or the blue side. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just hot, and then sometimes it's hard to hear. 
And I, I just, I'm, I'm just tired of having to wear this mask, Big Ray. So, so, so the mask is, is uh, preventing you from hearing the Mexican guys yelling at you? Is that what it is? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, that makes no sense. You know what it is? You know, you know with your situation, Colin, like honestly, <clears throat> like if I was ordering from a restaurant, even if it was just like, why don't you just wear it like a, like a cloth mask? Like something like really, um, you know, very They have thin. the little blue cheap, cheap ones. <clears throat> Okay, then and I, and I thought about wearing one of those, but the okay. other thing too is is I also I wear glasses, mm-hmm. so th- no matter what mask I wear, my okay. glasses fog up regardless. Oh. And and I've seen like little videos on like how to make sure your glasses don't fog up when you're wearing the mask. Yeah, but no matter how I position them on my face, they still somehow seem to fog up, and, well, and I need to be able to see. Have you tried the old uh, toothpaste uh, trick? What's that? The old toothpaste trick. Put toothpaste on your eyeglasses. So, like, how am I going to see if I have toothpaste on them? I don't know, nigga. I ain't got no glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried one time. I used to wear contact lenses, and I tried I mean, putting look, toothpaste on those so they wouldn't fog up, but that burned. It's what? It's been such a rough week that... Oh, God. What is that? I went and got a Johnny bootlegger. Ooh, what is that? That that looks like some moonshine type shit from the south. It is. It is a dollar ninety nine. Mm. It is a, a an apple shot malt malt beverage. Oh, yeah, Christ! When you need to get the job done quickly, Big Ray, oh, you, you reach for a Johnny Bootlegger. Y- y- you know, twelve percent alcohol per volume in this <laughs> tiny little last looking flask that Jesus we got here. Christ, that that that'll. that'll- Tell you well. Let me let me let me take a look at that thing. Hang here. On, hang on. Let me uh, let me mute okay. my mic so I can move my. Okay, so he's muting his mic, and what he's doing is he's he's moving the bottle close to the uh, to the camera to the, to the camera here. So I can is a picture of a guy that looks like a I don't know like a like an old fifties uh, uh, movie star with a fucking derby hat like my uh, grandfather used to wear. It says Jeremy's bootlegger. That shit would basically tear up your insides. I, I would assume, Colin. Uh, it's, it's a Johnny bootlegger. Jesus Christ, dude! That is some. You know what? The, when I was a kid, there was this uh, this stuff we used to call crack juice, called Alcatraz sour apple. You ever had Cisco? No. I don't oh God, dude! That is that we used to call it crack water or crack juice back in the day. It's oh, he's opening it, ladies and gentlemen. He's he's uh, you gonna take a swig of that shit? Oh God, he's drinking it. All right, live. How's it taste? The apple actually kind of mellows out the uh, the al- alcohol flavor, the cheap alcohol flavor. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure that you know that that's made with the finest uh, uh, cockroach spray, and uh, yeah, I'm sure a couple of those uh, crackheads that you run into on the subway would enjoy a few of these. Well, you know what? I got to be it's honest. Cheap, with you. and it gets the job done. I mean, for like ten dollars, you can get three of these. Colin, I got to be honest with you, my friend. Um, over the last couple of weeks, I haven't seen many homeless people, except if you follow me. I'm on TikTok, by the way, now on the Big Ray Show. Uh, we'll promote our social media after this. But um, but yeah, he's just drinking away at that bottle. And I was trying to see if you would think I was frozen. No, I, I could tell you, you. I could see you breathing and I could see your hair moving for some reason. It's weird. Anyway, listen, um, you know, all the homeless people off the train, Colin, <clears throat> you don't want to be positive this week. There's been so much negativity, dude. And, you know, hey, I'll give you guys an update really quickly. What's it? Not too good? Didn't taste too good? Uh, bad aftertaste? What does it taste like, Colin? Describe I mean, it's it. It's just apple. I'm just, uh, it's, ugh. 
you can start to feel the burn a little bit. You know, when you drink some liquor and you feel that warmth in your your belly. Well, I've got um, I've got my uh, my white monster energy drink mixed with um, kettle one vodka, which I've never had before. It's actually pretty good. I'm enjoying it. So I watched a video of a guy uh, drinking a marshmallow flavored energy drink. Mm. What the marshmallow? How what would that taste like? It tastes like a like a DJ probably. Somebody who, no. Yeah, right yeah, I, I get that. You got that one, right? Listen. Yeah, I got that one. I got that joke. I'm going to give you guys an update. <laughs> so apparently Jennifer, she she, she quit. She oh, left she the, quit the hotel. She, she, fucking, she, she fucking, dude, she went to human resources. Okay. And, um, you know, Jennifer's a very strong woman. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to really know. We're going to do I, this show. Okay. I saw the video of her deadlifting a thousand pounds. Very oh. strong. Very, but I meant I meant like emotionally. She would humble the Iron Sheik. She's and 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 you know I'm gonna start this show up before I even get wait, into Jennifer. Wait, can I say that because that is wrestling. That's fine. We're gonna lucha, talk lucha, lucha, lucha. We may talk a little lucha later. I'm just throwing it out there for the nerd and nerdette. But here's the deal, man. Um, so last week we mentioned the Big Titty Committee and a new member of the Big Titty Committee, that being uh you know Mrs. M. Okay, um, she was a dude. I had so much fun. She's possibly one of my closest friends in the world. Did you enjoy having Mrs. M on? I, I thoroughly enjoyed having Mrs. M on the show. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what did you what did you, you dislike? Were very, you were you were very jealous. I was not jealous. Why would I be jealous that she liked me more than you? Oh, would you stop? Everybody likes you more than me for some reason. I don't know why. It's the dimples. Yeah, I guess I have a dimple too. I have one dimple. I, I on look my... more like uh, like Gomez Adams. To your Fester Adams, I don't look like fucking uh, like goddamn Uncle Fester. I don't. I don't know why the fuck you people think I look like Uncle Fester. It's gonna, very. I think I'm going to wear the Uncle Fester mask to work tomorrow. Borderline infuriating, but anyway. Um. So, I got a message today from somebody who we should have really like. She should be the patriarch of the Big Titty Committee. You know who this is. She- She's not. She's not only the a member, but she's not. She's not only the president, but she's the member oh, of the club. Dude, I'm talking about Kelly Triple D. I mean, you know, listen. I, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Jen in there because Jen Jennifer, uh, my lady, has some immaculate and, and and very nice breasts. You know, I have big hands. Uh, she's at at least a solid uh, C, maybe a 36 C. You know, and for again, I always say for a woman her age, Colin, let me tell you something, buddy. They're like cantaloupes. They stand right on. They're like fucking wooden soldiers standing right on up, man. It's like, you know, President Trump walking by. Anyway, it it reminds me of uh, that Robin Williams uh, bit from his Broadway special. Have you ever seen that Robin Williams stand up special? To be honest with you, I don't watch any Robin, Robin Williams anymore because, uh, you know, guy uh, kind of killed himself. So, well, like, for I some mean, reason, every I don't know. Every time I watch him, I get a little depressed now. Well, well this special, he, he it's a Broadway special. He's a little bit older. Uh, he has, like, this little round table, and he has, like, 64 bottles of water okay. out on this table. And not only does he drink them, but he uses them as props. Like he goes through about fifty of them. It's it's hilarious. But he like Gallagher, he had, yeah, pretty much. But he has this okay. joke about um about tits, like real ones and fake ones, and it's it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So like, 
you know, the big titty committee just reminds me of the uh, the Robin Williams bit in that. Colin, what do I have here? What am I pulling up here, Colin? Well, it's Voices of Misery, Quarantine with Us shirt. Yeah. Where, where do you get that, by the way? At tpublic.com. Mm, smells fresh. Uh, you know, so here's the deal. The, the reason why I'm talking about the Big Titty Committee is because, you know what? I think we need to uh, kind of solidify who's in this Big Titty Committee. You know, um, obviously, uh, the the head of the Big City Committee is uh, Kelly Day, along yeah. with uh, the Nerdette, you know, uh-huh. maybe a close second. Uh, Mrs. M, definitely in the Big City Committee. And, of course, the the lovely Sherry. What's up, Shug? Hey, Shug. Hey, Shug. Um, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer is, is part of the Big City Committee. Um, uh, JB. Ooh. Prodigal one. The prodigal one, JB. <laughs> That's a dude. He can still be in the Big City Committee. He just has some nice tits. Yeah, he looks like DJ Khaled. He, dude, he does look like DJ. He does. Chaved. Chaved looks like DJ Khaled. Khaled. But um, but you know, I just want to give a big shout out to Kelly. You know, um, I've been so busy over the last couple of weeks, and it's been hard to, you know, go back and forth. We we need to bring her on, dude, and just just to fucking bullshit with us, man. You know, she's. Uh, I know you're gonna be Your listening. Stories Kelly. about how uh, uh, Steve King big leagues her. Does he really? Yeah. Oh. He lives like a mile down the road from her. He never hangs out with her. Like, yeah, but eh, I don't know. I'm hearing that 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 you know that maybe perhaps she she doesn't you know bend bend over backwards for me either. I don't know. I mean, if if you live down the road from me, Colin, me and you'll be having fucking Starbucks every single day. By the way, okay. by the way, Colin, Starbucks across the street from my job finally fucking opened, dude. I mean, if if we if we live down the street from each other, Big Ray, I'd probably be able to tell someone what your butthole looked like blindfolded. Oof! Would you stop? Does does the does the fiend? Does she have? I I don't. You should respect me for this. I, I never really checked out. And you know, the fiend is is she part of the big titty committee as well? Or how does that She's work out? Part of the everything big committee. Oh God! Really? Is that a fact? Yeah. Uh, um. So she is also a member of the big titty committee. She is. Yes. All right, so what do we got? And, so we got and, and and the big booty, and the big the big vagina. Oh, the, what do you mean, big, what do you mean? Big hold on, Tom. Don't say the big vagina, dude. That <laughs> that that it's like that doesn't sound good, dude. I don't think women like to hear they have a big vagina. Even though, my God, Jennifer. I mean, it's you know what? Let me let me not get into that because she's probably listening right now. But honey, I I love your vagina. Um, so here's the deal. Big shout out to the Big Titty Committee. Um, what I wanted to do this week, Colin, you know, I wanted to make this a happy place. You know, um, yeah, we might have a couple of negative stories, but we're going we're gonna to do this show backwards, Colin. We're going to start off with the top five. Then we're going to jump into the mail sack. And then we're going to do our stories. And we're going to end up with a story that's going to leave people ever so happy. But before I even say that, Colin... So I, th- I'm recording this from my mama's house. Okay, I'm not in Brooklyn. You know, poor Jen. She's home by herself. Apparently, she ate some pizza today, and she's not feeling so good. I tell her all the time, Colin. She's lactose intolerant, but yet she is addicted to pizza, and she still eats the shit. What do you think happens, Colin? Oh, I mean, I, I, I get like that when I eat a bunch of ice cream, and I still find myself getting milkshakes <laughs> and shit like that. But, you know, we're doing the show backwards, Big Ray. Does that mean we're going to be listening to Crisscross? No. Maybe some crisscross added to the show. Why not? Why why can't we listen to some crisscross? I, I mean I guess we can do it. They they pioneered 
wearing their pants backwards. They did. You know, I actually... And they missed the bus, which is, was something that they'll never, ever, ever do again. Well, I mean, you know, I guess I guess we can't be uh, wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. Wiggity, wiggity, whack. Whack. Yeah. Wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. I can't, I can't do it. I'm too old for this shit. But um, how old are you, Colin? What fucking year were you born again? 84. 84. So 76, 77, 78, eight 79, years. Eight. Damn, nigga, I got eight years on you, dude. Yeah. I look good. I look good for forty four. Come on, Colin. You got to. You got to be mean, honest. You know, Uncle Fester looks great too. You you look you look amazing. Would you, would you stop? Would you stop? You're you're a handsome guy. But listen, I I, I I it's more than dimples. But anyway, but um, but yeah, I really wanted to to you know, it's been so so much negativity everywhere. Everything from if you guys listen to us on wrestling, if if you guys listen to us on on a Hami media platform, if you guys listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of shows nowadays. Everybody's fucking negative. And, and yes, like I said, we're going to have to cover some news stories that kind of suck. But, you know, the news stories that suck are going to have some pretty positive outcomes. OK, but we are going to leave you with something really, really special. But I want to start you off with something before we jump into our top five, which we're going to jump in right now, Colin. But listen, I'm recording this from Mama's house. OK, we're recording this on uh, on Tuesday night, which is actually Wednesday. OK, Siri is listening to me. I don't know why. And um, they're always listening. Yeah, that's what she said. I have some fantastic news, Colin. You know, do you know why it's a Tuesday night and I'm at mom at my mom mom's house? Colin? Well, one, it's Tuesday night because that's what comes after Monday. Boy, and two, mm-hmm. it's because you're recording with me tonight. Well, I usually record from Brooklyn, home. I'm usually home. Yeah, yeah. But number three is, uh, let me see. Um, uh, there was, I think you told me this. Okay. It was, it was, it was a long lost person in your life that you haven't seen in a while. Um, you're gonna get to see them tomorrow. Um, it's your cousin Eddie. No, I don't. I don't. Actually, actually, I think I have a cousin Eddie. You don't have a cousin Eddie that wears white, white shoes and lives in a camper. I, I have a cousin Eddie. Yeah, um, and, and maybe mm-hmm. pours the, the poop from the shitter, down no. the. Well, Colin, what the fuck the are you talking in about? The road. Colin, stop drinking that fucking crack juice, please. <laughs> You've you've never watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? No. Shitter's full. Well, you know what? I, I think I have actually. Cousin Eddie. That's okay. Fine. No, not my cousin. All right. So listen, here's the deal. So when this quarantine all all hit, uh, all hit, and uh, I would say early February, um, towards the end of February, they had closed down the schools here in New York City, and I found it. Me and my ex-wife, we had a conversation, and um, we decided that. It'd be safe if she took Aiden to uh, my son, my eleven year old son, to quarantine with her sister and, and my nephew up in Westchester. And um they've been up there the whole time. But the reason why I'm here in Manhattan at my mom's house is because tomorrow, and if you're listening to this today, which would be Thursday. Thursday. So yesterday. Yesterday would be yesterday. Anyway, yeah, so yesterday I would have spent I would have seen my son, Colin. Physically seeing my son for the first fucking time since, if I'm correct, February 28th, and it is now May 27th. That's almost three goddamn months. And for you people that don't know, um, I uh, 
I share custody of my son with uh, my ex-wife, who's a phenomenal mom. Uh, big shout outs to uh, my, my ex-wife. And um, but the thing is that, you know, I made a conscious decision as a responsible father throughout this whole thing that I thought it'd be best for him to be, you know, do the homeschooling and, you know, the whole video shit and everything and be around his cousin, his aunt and, and be in a safe environment where they have an outdoor area. But she's back in the Bronx, dude. And I, I call him every night on Skype or on Facebook or whatever the fuck we can do. But, dude, I'm actually here because I'm going to see my son. And I'm going to be honest with you, Colin. I'm going to fucking be emotional. Like, I miss my kids so much. And this is, I have so much, like, my spirit is so uplifted today. You know, it's late. It's 1 o'clock in the morning, dude. And I'm so fucking excited knowing that I'm going to see my boy in just a couple of hours. I, like, how would you feel, dude, if, if you haven't seen your little girl or, or you know, the uh, baby fiend for three months as a dad? I'd be super excited. I would definitely like like uh, want her to spend the night just because I hadn't seen her in so long. So I, I know, and you you can tell um, the last time you spoke about this situation, which I can't remember which show, if it was this one or on the Smack Attack, uh, that you talked about this situation, and and you could yeah. just tell in your voice the emotion that you had there. So yeah, I, I know it's a it's a big moment for you. Congratulations, I'm happy for you. Uh, you know, kick his ass in some Smash Brothers, play some Mario Kart, beat him up in some WWE 2K20, and uh, just enjoy having a little bit of fun, fun time with your son. Well, I got to tell you something. I want to send a shout out to uh, a couple of people, and I'm not going to name them by name, but uh, I'll shout them out this week on the Smack Attack that sent us, you and I, Colin, um, and uh, also myself individually, some really nice fucking things. Uh, you know, we spoke last week on the smack attack about the, uh, Shad Gaspard passing and, um, they thought we handled it with absolute class. So, um, you know, rest in peace, Shad Gaspard. He's a former pro wrestler for the WWE. That's the gentleman that, uh, that sacrificed himself to have his son saved. And dude, you know, I got to tell you something, Colin, uh, I'm very fucking happy. I'm excited. But I'm excited to, to jump into the show, dude. And we have so much to talk about, dude. So much uh, to go over. And you know what, dude, Colin? I'm going to tell you something, man. One of my favorite memories as a child growing up is sitting in front of that television with a big bowl of cereal and watching Saturday morning cartoons. But, dude, we're not just going to talk about cereal that doesn't, ex that cereal does, that doesn't exist anymore. But we're going to talk about our top five all-time favorite breakfast Morning breakfast cereals, I guess you would call it, Colin. Are you excited to talk about some delicious morning treats, dude? Oh, man, I love cereal. Oh, I love cereal, too, dude. Oh, it's so great. Colin, you know what, dude? Let's not, let us not hesitate, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we are doing this show backwards. It's the feel-good episode of the Ridiculously Random Podcast here at the Voices of Misery podcast platform. Please subscribe, guys. Please subscribe. It's free. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is our top five all-time favorite cereal. It's now the time for our top five, for our top five. It's now the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now the time for our top five, for our top five. It's now the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Colin, 
I'll tell you something, man. Cereal is so underrated. It could be healthy. Well, not really healthy. Not totally healthy, but it could be relatively good for you. But, dude, the stuff that I'm going to pick is stuff that I that just, um, like, my all-time favorite. Like, stuff that I could eat as a child and stuff that I would eat right now. And And believe it or not, some of the cereals that I'm going to pick, maybe you guys have never even heard of them before. But they are just unbelievably delicious. But, Colin, you know what? I've been talking so much over the last couple of minutes, man. I would really love you to jump into your number five, dude. Like, what is your number five favorite cereal of all time so i'm gonna i'm gonna save this number five slot for like a healthy choice cereal uh and big ray there's so many uh delicious healthy choice cereals out there there's like special k oh yeah there's Ra- there's raisin bran remember wheaties there's wheaties mm-hmm. but but this is this is definitely a weird one um my my brother Used to eat a lot of like Bran O's, okay, stuff like that when he was growing up, which was weird. It wasn't like sugary cereals. It was, I guess, helped him poop. I don't know, but uh, I I was a big fan of grape nuts. Oh my god, really? Like like yeah, like you could you could pour a little bit of milk in them. You could heat them up in the microwave. They just had this weird like weedy like taste to them. You could mm. eat them like like I said like an oatmeal ish. If you heated them up in the microwave, they were what? crunchy. If you just poured the milk over them and just ate them straight out of the, the box. Can I jump in real quickly? When I was a kid, um, not with a kid, because I, I ate grape nuts uh, maybe in my late teens, early 20s. Um, I would heat it up with a little bit of milk and put honey over them, like like, oh, like yeah. a hot, like a, like a oatmeal almost. But go ahead. No, and then see, so like, like I get it. Like Raisin Bran, I love Raisin Bran. I hate raisins, but I can eat the raisins That's in funny. the Raisin Bran for you muted yourself, Colin. Oh, hang on. Uh, there right. we go. You're good. I'm good. And then... Um, oh, but hold on. Yeah. Is it Post or is it Kellogg's Raisin Bran? Which one? The the, the, the Post the post Raisin Bran, I think. So the one with the least amount of sugar in it? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I think we used to eat a lot of the Post. I mean, we had the Kellogg's, too. Right. But I think, I think it was the Post. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to have two scoops of raisins in every box, but I would always kind of find a way to eat around the raisins. Sure. But... That would also, I led to, uh, there was another one that had the, what was the cereal that had like the yogurt covered raisins? Oh my God, dude. I, I It was like uh, honey bunches of oats. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. That's dude, another good healthy cereal. Dude, uh, you know what? It's funny because until you mentioned that, Colin, I forgot that cereal existed and I used to buy that cereal. When, well, not me. My mom and dad used to buy it for me. Uh, it was so good, dude. I don't remember what exactly that cereal was uh, are you looking it up right now yeah i'm trying to see if i can't find it uh all right so while you're doing this i mean raisin bran so 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 your your top your number five is is uh is a uh what is it grape nuts right raisin nut bran oh it was so good that's what it was but your number five is not raisin nut bran is is grape nuts Grape nuts. Yeah, I, you know what I used to do with grape nuts, ladies and gentlemen? I used to um, also, uh, I think in my 20s, my early 20s, I used to take grape nuts and I used to mix it in with my yogurt. And I used to eat oh, that. Yeah? Yeah, it's still good. There's, it's it, like They're like little and they're so like, you can just do so much with them. You can make a trail mix with them. Mm-hmm. You can mix them in with your yogurt. You know, mm-hmm. they're, it's a really good, delicious cereal. Dude, that's a really good pick. And 
the fact of the matter is that grape nuts, you know, it's I think it's a, it's, it's one of those things that it's like an acquired taste. You know, I, it's it's for a more mature palate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like when I was a kid, I used to fucking hate the black um black licorice or oh, black. I still hate black licorice. Okay, <laughs> well I love it now. Like I hated it when I was a kid, but now I love the black jelly beans. Like I want to give give them all to me. You know, like I love uh, candy corn. I know the nerd and nerd. I, I mean, I like candy corn too. Yeah, well, but but listen, um, great nuts is a fantastic pick. But do you mind if I jump into my number five? Oh, feel free. Colin. So this is a cereal, dude. And this is one of my all-time favorites. And what's cool about this is that you can actually still purchase this cereal. Unfortunately, it's not exactly the same as it was. Let me explain. So let's see. First, I'm going to say what the cereal is. And you tell me if you remember this. Do you remember O's cereal? Uh, vaguely. I okay. feel like I've, I, I do. All right. So the commercial was, why would you eat... A cereal with nothing in the middle. All right, and they would they would show like like a like a Chex mix, and they would crack it, or they would show like an or like a like a, a Cheerio, and they would crush it. And what it was was originally, originally, um, O cereal was produced by uh, God damn it, what's the name of the company? Quaker Oats. They made this cereal. It's now um, it's now run by uh, I think Post Cereal bought bought the uh, the name of O Cereal. It's O H apostrophe S, and what it is is that it's a honey gram. So it's it's like a it's like a picture a um a Cheerio right made of sweet yeah. cor- sweet corn a Cheerio, and now in the middle Colin of the Cheerio or in the middle of the sweet corn they had um gram. And honey, and I believe nuts mixed in. So, so like inside the little every single O, there was like this fucking delicious. You know, I, I used to like eating these, but I couldn't ever remember what they were called. Okay, so they had two versions. They had the honey gram O's, and then they also had, if I'm correct, um, God damn it, uh, what was it? They had a uh, crunchy gram and honey nut. Right, the honey nut O's. I was more of a fan of the 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 the, uh, the country gram. So basically, they came out with chocolate O's. They came out with um. Apples. See, that's what it was. I like the apple O's. Okay, they had the it's cinnamon the apple O's or the apple cinnamon O's. Yeah, one of those is ones that I ate a lot. Those two don't exist anymore. The only one that exists, if I'm correct, um, and again, post uh, rebranded or they kind of reformulated it a little bit. It doesn't taste exactly the same, but um. But dude, so fucking good, dude. And again, it was a hearty cereal. It was like again, you got the sweet corn um, Cheerio with 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 the little crunchy gimmicks in the middle. Oh, so good, dude. According to Wikipedia, they in 2018 they reformulated the cereal. The new formulation no longer contains graham flour, coconut oil, assholes, brown sugar, oats, and Mm. other original ingredients. So it doesn't have. Graham flour, coconut oil, brown sugar, oats. But so what yeah. the fuck does it have in it? Then? <laughs> like, <It's, laughs> it has like um instead of food uh, safe styrofoam. Yeah, dude, it's not the same, dude. It's it's almost like eating a cupcake, like a Hostess uh, Twinkie or something from back in the day, and then eating one now. It's not the same. It's it's totally. I don't know, dude. But when I was a kid, dude, O cereal was literally. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for for the people that are listening to me right now, listening to my voice, remember 
back in the 80s and early 90s. I want you to go to YouTube and Google or YouTube O's, O-H apostrophe S, Google that cereal, and you're going to remember it. It was so good, dude, and I wouldn't even recommend you to go check it out now, but as a kid, dude, it was so fucking good, Colin. I mean, and you said you liked it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like I like those. Those were really good. Um, so so my number four, uh, mm-hmm. Big Ray, sure. is uh, Cinnamon Life Cereal. Mm. Um, like life cereal's good, mm-hmm. but I enjoy the cinnamon life. They, they they have different flavors of life cereal. Um, I just I, I like the texture. I like the way that the flakes look. Um, kind of the way they crunch. It's a it's a different kind of cereal. Uh, mm-hmm. Big Ray. Mm-hmm. Do you like that better than cinnamon toast crunch? Is it like similar to that or no? It's different. It's actually mm-hmm. a different kind of cinnamon. I feel like Life, again, is one of those healthy cereals. Like if you have a young child and you're trying to introduce them into cereal, but you don't want them to have too much of a sugary uh, experience with it, you you give them some Life cereal. Um, and, and one of the things I remember about this, which is why it was one of my favorites, is do you, do you remember the, the Buffet Quincy's? No, I don't, dude. So do you remember like Western Sizzler? Mm, yeah, kind of. We had a sizzler here in New York. So, so like we had Western Sizzler, we had Quincy's. Well, there was this one particular building that we went to that housed many different buffets there. And uh, every time we would go for breakfast, they would always have on the cereal bar uh, Cinnamon Life cereal. And I always right. just remember getting that and eating that in the morning, mm-hmm. as well as the other things that you could, like the little fried country fried steak fingers that you could get at breakfast buffet bars oh my gosh so fucking so fucking good i'm getting hungry colin i gotta be honest it's uh 115 in the morning and i really have who doesn't like the life commercials is that the one with uh mikey i think so yes he likes it what's what 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 do you have what is it what is that old quattro for tio fester over there uh well for me and i want to give a big shout out before i i know we shouldn't give uh honorable mentions off the bat but do you remember the cereal clusters vaguely yes it was like sweet uh corn flakes not even corn flakes god damn it but it had clusters of nuts with like this yogurty shit on it i don't know it was delicious big shout out to clusters but my number four dude well, well, well before we get to your number four oh god here we go what happened what about all the changes that we've seen in cereals throughout the day now uh, now what about the the conspiracy theory about how tricks look like have distinct shapes when you're a kid, but now that you're an adult, they just look like little balls? <laughs> well, you, you know, remember when remember when tricks actually had shapes? Um, remember when I Cookie did. Crisp mm. had the the three people that were the robbers, and it wasn't just the dog. And I think yeah. now it's like a wolf. It's like a different mascot. Yeah, it's like um, a Do- it's like a Doberman Pinscher. Yeah, they've they've changed. What other what other ones have changed well, their mascots with, with, with a peg leg? Yeah. Oh well, uh, and a hook hand. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> a hoof, um, a hook hoof. Um, what about uh, the Rice Krispie guys? They were three, and now there's just oh, yeah. Oh, cinnamon toast crunch. There was three guys. There was three there's bakers. Three chefs. Yeah, three bakers. And now there's just one. So there, it's not snap, snap, crackle, and pop anymore over there at Rice Krispies. It's just let like, snap and crackle. Yeah. What about um sugar pops? 
can't get enough. Sh- uh, what is it now? The sugar thing. smacks. The, the, the sugar the smacks. First, it was the the fucking uh, uh, sugar bear. They used to punch yeah. people in the face. I think whatever. And now it's the fucking frog. The frog that licks them. Yeah. Smells them like Joe Biden. Why not? Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother story. But listen, Colin, is your number four me- sugar smacks? No. Even though they're fucking fantastic. Oh my god, dude, we could do a top ten. But let me let me just jump into my number four. And my number four, again, ladies and gentlemen, you probably have never heard of this fucking cereal in your life. Maybe you've never heard of this cereal in your life, but it is Oatmeal Raisin Crisp. Oh, I've definitely heard of Oatmeal Raisin Crisp. Crispy flakes with whole grain oats, juicy raisins, and delicious oat clusters. And and, and the flakes were covered in this little, I don't know if it was a... You remember how the nerd and nerdette were talking about how uh, th- that couple they had made some uh, some baked goods with uh, with semen in them. I don't know if it yes. had a, a special semen or or a special jizz all over it, but dude, this was phenomenal, dude. I used to love this cereal. Yeah, and then I remember this one. What happened was what had happened was um, I had tried this about ten years ago, and again. <sighs> They reformulated. It's called oatmeal crisp now. Yeah, of course. They reformulated it, Colin, and it tastes like fucking shit. Yeah, I think they reformulated it to be more like honey bunches of oats and yeah. special K, like well, you know the different special K flavors that they have out now. Well, it's bullshit. I, I think they were trying to compete with that type of stuff. Well, it's bullshit, Colin. Straight up, bullshit. Um, when I was a kid. I remember I used to eat. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. My father used to buy a box, you know, uh, or my mom and dad used to go shopping, and they would buy two boxes of oatmeal raisin crisps right. because they knew that the minute that the first box got to the house, it was gone. This can't. I'm about to send you a, a link for something I just stumbled across on Amazon. This can't be a real cereal here. Well, what is it? What, what, all right, so Colin is sending me something here. Oh, you sending it on Facebook or? Yeah, I just sent it through to Facebook. This is oh. hilarious. Uh, For eleven dollars, you can get this this box of cereal here. Okay, so this is um, I'm gonna go to Amazon.com. Uh, the box of cereal is for eleven dollars and ninety seven cents. I'm gonna read this verbatim. Is that cool? Yes, please do. Okay, so <laughs> so this is um, and I quote: "Poop, <laughs> poop like a champion, ultra fiber uh, cereal." I'm gonna read this. Uh, uh, damn, out of a thousand and one uh, different reviews, it's got four stars out of five. Poop like a champion. Highest fiber content per 30 grams uh, than any other cereal in the market. 100% of daily fiber. 1.6 servings. Clean. La- All right. So basically, this cereal just makes you shit. Pretty much, yeah. Is it, is you don't it want that? This, no. this is probably like those Branos, those Fibros that my brother Ugh. used to eat. I don't want yeah, that Colin. Really good shits. You know what I want? What I want to know want? what you, I want to know what your number 3 is. Well, well Big Ray. I want I can't god, when, I have to I have to do a little Google research now because That's I need important. to know exactly when this cereal came out because I'm, I'm prepared they, this guy mm-hmm. uh you know, everyone loves a good Cocos Puff cereal, right? Oh, of course. Are you and, telling uh-huh. And in like the late nineties, mid two thousands, why not? Some some really smart guy over at General Mills mm-hmm. was like, "What if we make peanut butter balls oh. and put them with 
the Cocoa Puff Balls. Dude, are you talking and about? We just invented my number three cereal on my list, and that is Reese's Puffs. Oh, so good, so fucking good. Diarrhea Central, dude. For sure, but I mean, uh, if you love a delicious Reese's during mm, the day, mm, why not start your day uh, with a bowl of delicious Reese's Puffs? Colin, I'm going to tell you something. What's and that? maybe maybe I'm speeding through this, but I got to jump into my no- number three because it's so funny because our our number threes are very similar, Colin. What, Would you what, like what? Please do tell, dude. My number three. So, so Captain Crunch is a lot of people's favorite cereals. People love Captain Crunch, and I love Captain Crunch. It would have made my mm-hmm. top five easily. But Colin, I love me some peanut butter, and there was nothing better than a big fucking bowl of peanut butter crunch. Oh. My God. You know, if I remembered Reese's Peanut Butter Cups uh, cereal, I probably would have put that at my at my number three. But growing up as a kid in the 80s, um, we didn't have that until the 90s. Oh, wow. 1994 is when they launched uh, Reese's Puffs. I, well, I thought no. it was a little later. So maybe no. I do remember eating that as a younger child. Yeah. Well, maybe about my, 10. Yeah, 10 years old would probably have been about that time. Yeah. Yeah, my number my number three is uh, either Captain Crunch or Peanut Butter Crunch, dude. So fucking yeah. Good. I, hey, the, but Captain Crunch has solid cereals. Oh, so good, so good. Did you did did you were you a fan of uh, the the Berry Crunch or? Uh, I liked all the Captain. I like the original Captain Crunch. I like the uh, the Crunch Berries. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed um, the Peanut Butter Crunch. Mm-hmm. You know, I, all, like I said, all of the Captain Crunch flavors are really good now. We do still have a couple more picks. Did Captain quick, Crunch? Quick thing, Colin. Quick thing, Colin. Quick thing. Um, fans and friends. So we're not just talking. We're talking about our favorite top five cereal. And I know you jumped into the mailbag and you gave your um, top five favorite cereals, which we're going to jump into right after this. But I think, Colin, I think down the line, we should do our favorite top five cereals that don't exist anymore. That would, that would be, be cool. Yeah. That would be fun, but um, but yeah, dude. Um, why don't you jump to your number two? Uh, you know, there, there's just so many cereals. Like, there's just so many good cereals. <laughs> but Big Ray, mm-hmm. I am a cinnamon fan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and those three chefs back in the day just spoke to me. Ah, oh, cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. And my number two mm-hmm. is cinnamon toast crunch. I thought I thought you were say it's cinnamon. Just, I think you say cinnamon apple jacks. No, no, cinnamon toast crunch. It's just something. There's just something about the way it just the crunch, the cinnamon taste, the the way that you can eat them dry, you can eat them wet. And that's what the, she said. The, the way the milk tastes. Oh yeah. When when you're done and and it's been able to sit there, I, I just I love I love all things cinnamon. Like I love to make cinnamon toast. Like I'll take some butter, spread it out. Put uh-huh. it in the toaster oven. Put a little bit of cinnamon sugar on top of that. I'll eat it. I'll I'll have cinnamon toast with my cinnamon toast crunch, Big Ray. Oh, yeah. I keep talking, yeah. Colin. You want me to keep talking about cinnamon? Is that <laughs> you? Oh, oh, what did you do? Nothing, nothing, nothing. We just uh, it's fine. I can hear you. You're still there. The video like reset. That was weird. 
That was weird as I was uh, finishing. You were finishing. <laughs> so, so your number two is what? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dude, that's really fucking good. You know what's funny? What's that? That's actually one of my son's favorite cereals right now. Yeah. You should get him a big box for when he comes. He, he Well, he, he has a big box waiting there. But listen, Colin. I'm going to tell you something, dude. My number two is possibly... Now, I'm not a big fan of... Um, how do you say it? I'm not a big fan of sugary cereals, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a fan of... Uh, you know, like I, I like cereals with substance. But let me tell you something, dude. There was something special about having these little uh, corn gimmick shapes... But the real flavor came in with the uh, the hearts, the stars, uh, later on the rainbows, uh, the lucky clovers. What am I talking about, Colin? God damn your, it. I'm talking your about your favorite marshmallow, the, the unicorns. Oh, God damn it. Would you stop? Colin, how, how's that green gimmick uh, tasting? I, I haven't seen you take a sip of that in a little bit. I've got it going in intravenously. Very good. That's what she said. Colin, my number two. And it could have been number one. But the thing is that with this cereal, I could eat it for a week straight, but then I would have to take a break. Because my number one, I could eat it every single day. Literally every single day. But my number my number two is uh, <clears throat> I, would, I would beat the shit. Out of, an, out of an elf? What is he, an elf? Uh, uh, leprechaun? Uh, and Lucky Charms. Leprechaun. He's a leprechaun. Oh, goddamn. Lucky Charms, dude. So good. Um, they're so bad for you. Like, those aren't marshmallows. It's just basically um, sugar. Shaped in, <laughs> in fucking uh, fun shapes. But, dude, it hasn't changed. Like, I had a bowl of Lucky Charms probably about six months ago. And it tasted pretty much the same as it did when yeah. I was a kid. Pretty much, it's always kind of tasted the same. You know, they've when I was, the, they've changed okay. the marshmallows around. They've done different variations, mm-hmm. like the all marshmallows mm-hmm. Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'm too old to get a cor- uh, heart attack, but I remember when I was a kid, they had to, they had Lucky Charms is a type of cereal that they that they made a lot of knockoffs of. Yeah. You know, I, there was this uh, cereal called um, Kaboom. Mm-hmm. Which uh, had a fucking clown on it, uh, with a uh, marshmallow, uh, fucking stars and balloons. The same thing with with, with uh, King Vi- I'm, I'm sorry, with a uh, <clears throat> Captain Crunch. They had King Vitamin. Mm-hmm. This is this is when you know that the cereal is fucking special when they when they fucking imitate the cereal. But um, often imitated, never duplicated. Uh, Lucky Charms is legitimately, possibly one of my very favorite cereals. And when I need that sweet tooth. I will take a coffee mug, a nice big coffee mug, and I would fill the coffee mug, put a little bit of milk in that, and I'll knock it out. Um, Lucky Charms, fantastic. Did you did you like Lucky Charms also? I I do like Lucky Charms. I like I like I like cereals with marshmallows in them. Um, I, we got one more. You know, it, it might be that coveted number one spot, Big Ray. Jeez, oh, I'm excited. Look at my pants. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's that's in, that's insane. Yeah, that's what she said. That's what Jen says. All the time. Eh. <clears throat> I'm older. So so. Time. Eh. 
80, 85%. Okay. But what is your number one, dude? I'm, I'm like excited to hear this shit. Well, Big Ray, my number one is associated with a brand that has been around since prehistoric times. Oh, my Big God. Ray. Dinosaur cereal. These two guys that represent this cereal have been best friends for a very long time. Their wives, best friends for a very long time. Their children, best friends. And, you know, who knows? Maybe possible lovers later on down the road. This man used to drive his car with his bare feet. Mm -hmm. You know, kids these days probably don't even know who these two people are that are on the front of this box. Big Ray, my number one Mm -hmm. is the delicious Fruity Pebbles. Are you talking about the... uh... The Flintstones are the mascots for this cereal, which is insane because think about all the things that Flintstones have their face on. And they're not even like on TV anymore for kids to like really know who the Flintstones (laughs) are. Are you talking about the incomparable Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble? And Barney Rubble, yes, sir. Let me ask you a question, Colin. You know how when we were a kid, how the tricks rabbit... Some some might say that you're my Barney Rubble, Big Ray. Would you stop? Do you remember when we were when we were kids? How the tricks rabbit always wanted to get the uh, the cereal, but no, no never the, could. Barney fucking, always wanted Fred's fruity pebbles. Remember the cocoa cocoa puffs, uh, crazy uh, crackhead bird. Yep. I'm cuckoo Who else? for cocoa puffs. Would you? Why well, don't do that? What? All right, I didn't that's do fine. Nice. No, anyway, um. Yeah, dude, that's a really good cereal. Now, did you like the Fruity Pebbles or the Cocoa Pebbles more? The Fruity Pebbles, uh, oh. again, were my favorite. I, I did I did dabble in the old Cocoa Pebbles, but the, the Fruity Pebbles are my favorite. Well, Colin, when I tell you my favorite, you're going to be like, what? Out of all the cereals I could have picked, I picked these. It's going to be like Corn Flakes. No, it's not going to be Corn Flakes. Even though, you know, I know the you off, guys... Off-brand Frosted Flakes. You guys are gonna love your fro- your frosted flakes, your honey smacks, cream of wheat. You're gonna be like, no. it's a it's a hot cereal. It's a cereal. No. no, no, no. This cereal, Colin, when when you fill the bowl and you put milk in it, it would soak up all the milk. Literally, Colin, you would have to refill the bowl with milk. Uh, what? It was a combination of something that was healthy, like wheat, and it had that thick layer of sugar over the wheat what am i talking about colin talking about a frosted flake there guy no my friend oh wow you're not no hell no i'm talking about frosted mini wheats oh yes Ooh, I love oh that's that's in the top 10 i oh man a frosted mini wheat is because you can eat those no 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 milk whatsoever they're just like a delicious little biscuit i mean you're you're gonna need some water yeah, <laughs> I've got some is, straw. I've got off-brand strawberry ones on top of the refrigerator right now. But here's the deal: oh, the ones that that they, that's that's a, you know you just made my case for me because you can stuff them with fruit, you know, or you can just have them plain. Dude, they were they are so good. They're like a fucking. If you eat one bowl of frosted mini wheats, you're full for the day. It's that good. It's a hearty meal, and on top of that. You get your sugary fix. Mm-hmm. Dude, and it's I not just overly sugar because you're going to get some bites where you don't get the sweetness. You're going to get that wheat wheat taste. 
Mm-hmm. And so it is a nice little break, especially if you eat a lot of the sugary cereals all the time. Dude, it's, it's one of my favorite all time. But I got to tell you something, man. As much fun as we had breaking down our favorite cereals, I cannot wait to jump into this mailbag, Colin, to find out what our listeners' favorite top five. I mean, maybe they won't even send us their top five. Maybe it's just going to be, you know, they would just want to say hi. But Colin, you're getting so close to the camera. Why? What are you doing? I got to get in a comfortable position to be able to read these emails. All right. Well, your camera is kind of dipping down. Uh, I mean, not your camera, but your your microphone is is dipping all the way down. Give it a Viagra real quick. Yeah, they give it a Viagra. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's so sexy. Ladies and gentlemen, it was our top five, but we are going to jump into <laughs> one of our favorite segments of the podcast. It is the random mail sack here at voicesofmisery.podbean.com. Colin, you want to say something? Oh, I'm just ready to read these emails. Milsack, Milsack. Milsack, Milsack. Milsack, Milsack. Milsack, Milsack. Milsack, Milsack. Milsack, Milsack. And we're back, and uh, Big Ray, our, our mail sack is really full with a lot of people wanting to share what their top five favorite cereals are. And our first email comes from a great listener, Brian Poling. This first one's not about cereal. He sent us two this week. Uh, hey, guys, great job as always. What are your top five candy bars? For me, they are Clark Bar, Three Musketeers, Milky Way, Reese's, and a whatchamacallit. Thank you mm-hmm. for the entertainment. That's one we'll have to keep in the old uh, top five bank to probably use on a later date. Maybe maybe we can do that one next week, Big Ray. What about, about top five favorite candy bars next week? You know what? I'm not going to give my answer right now. I think okay. that's fantastic. We're going to give our top five next. You know what, Brian? Thank you so much. Next week, we will give you our top five candy bars. But I'm going to tell you this right now, Colin. My number one. May not be on your list, Colin. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Oh, mm-hmm. wonderful. So, our next yes. email comes from Brian Poling again. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Great job as always. Here are my top five cereals. Number five, Cheerios. Number four, Tricks. Number three, Wheaties. Ooh. Number two, Frosted Flakes. Yum, yum. And coming in at number one, Lucky Charms. You know, Frosted Flakes, Colin, is a very underrated cereal. Because I love cornflakes. And when I was a kid, I used to pour a ton of sugar on my cornflakes. And when Frosted when Frosted Flakes came out with that fucking tiger, they're great. You know, when, when the nerd first started a promoting uh, cereal, mm-hmm. and he, 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 people don't know this. But did you know the nerd from the Voices of Misery, the person right here that 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 runs this channel, he actually was the was the voice of Tony the Tiger. Did you know that? He was. Mm, that's what she Until said. So he got furloughed due to COVID nineteen. Oh, 
let's not talk about that. We, we no no COVID nineteen this week, Colin. Please. Well, Brian Poling also says keep up the great work and have a great week. Wonderful. Thank you, Brian. One of the best listeners that we have. What do we this got next? next one comes from David Levy in the UK, I'm assuming. Number five, crunchy nut cornflakes. Number what? four, frosties. Mm. Number three, sugar puffs. Number two, rice crispy tr- well, rice krispies. That's another cereal we didn't talk about. Rice crispy treats. Cereal. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. That's not and even. And then fair. number one, cornflakes. Really? Corn, just plain old regular cornflakes. Plain old regular cornflakes. Hello, this. Big Ray and Colin. The above list is my all-time top five breakfast cereals. Thanks, David Levy. So, out of his top five, Colin, what there did you kind of like, did you get like kind of surprised about? Um, He's got a lot of bland cereals. I mean, his <laughs> top two are cornflakes and Rice Krispies. I mean, I'm pretty sure, so... So I'm sure these are UK cereals. I wish Athers would have sent us an email for this too. Um, yeah, I know. Sugar Puffs, I think, might be like Sugar Smacks. Right. Frosties might be like Frosted Flakes. Possibly. And Crunchy Nut Corn Flakes. Uh, those sound like some delicious corn flakes. They do. Um, yeah, dude, dude, listen, corn flakes are fantastic. But you have to add so much sugar to them. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, just I would just take like one little like the normal spoon that I would use to eat my cereal, mm-hmm. like 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 a normal teaspoon maybe. Mm-hmm. I would take that and just add a teaspoon of sugar on top of my cornflakes. That mm-hmm. was that was usually enough. And then and then when you got to the bottom of the bowl and there was that little bit of sugar that was at the the bottom with the the milk and stuff. Oh, so you would good. just stick it in there and just eat cereal or just milk and sugar. Uh, und- jacked for the whole day. Underrated is the fact that you would have some cocoa puffs or cocoa. Uh, you know, cocoa pebbles. More, or more pebbles would do it too. Well, I like the cocoa pebbles. How it would used to turn the milk into chocolate milk. You know, you know, people use that for for cooking now. They'll they'll take a bowl of fruity pebbles and they'll mm-hmm. let the milk sit in it for about five or ten minutes. Ooh. And then they'll take that milk and they'll use that to like make cakes and cupcakes. Oh. And it'll it'll have that fruity pebble like flavor to it. Oh, would you stop? I'm dead serious. I know, I know you're serious. I'm serious too. I think I want a bowl of cereal after we're done with this. But anyway, what what what, what do we got next? Go to the store. Uh, hey, random dudes. This one's from Tim Gilby. <laughs> Tim here from the Great White North. My top five list of cereals will probably seem lame. Five number five. Cheap ass big bag of fake sugar crisps. They aren't available anymore, but they were amazing. Amazing. They didn't have that hard shellac finish like the real ones. Yeah, they they weren't as bright and shiny as the uh, sugar smacks that you would get with the box. That's with, fine. With the frog on the on the front. That's fine. It's fine. They they had, fine. The, uh, they had the they had instead of a frog they had like a an iguana. Yeah. On yeah. the bag. It's like some kind of lizard. Number four, Cheerios in chocolate milk. Mm. I used to smoke a lot of weed. Ha, 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 ha. I'm pretty sure. I think Tim still smokes weed. They, they, they came out with, a, I think, a chocolate uh, Cheerios. I think they did, too, yes. the or, Have you had the Oreo cereal? Oh, fuck me. Colin, would you stop? Oreo I cereals did, did too. I, I, Number I've three, mm-hmm. Rice Krispies. Number two, Shreddies. What the fuck Number is that? Number one... Shreddies with two teaspoons of sugar. Yes, I love Shreddies enough to make my top five twice. 
Um, Big Ray, um, the off-brand version of your favorite cereal mm. is often called Frosted Shredded Wheat. Oh. So I'm, I'm assuming that Shreddies mm-hmm. are Frosted Mini Wheat. Did you know, Colin, do you remember that they came out with, um, I'm going to go to his number three, uh, with the Rice Krispies. Do you remember the, the Frosted Rice Krispies? I do. I think that they had a chocolate rice crispy too. They did. They did. Yeah. They weren't as good as the cocoa puffs. Oh, no, the cocoa. No, no. I'm sorry, the cocoa pebbles. But they were. They were pretty decent. Um, shreddies, dude. This is this something about having the bland. Uh, I guess savory taste of the wheat mixed in with that sugar, dude. That just dude, just think how like, like let's take my number five in grape nuts, and just imagine if they just sprayed like a fine sugar coating. Ugh. Over top of the grape nuts. Like, how many kids would, like, be eating grape nut cereal just because the sugar content went up? Oh, dude, I, I just can't. I really can't. Well, well, his email's not not done yet. He's got a little side story for us oh, here, Big Ray. Please, continue. I had a few of my cousins over one time, and my mm-hmm. cousins from Toronto brought down some amazing weed. We smoked a ton, and I was cheached. My cousin was grabbing something out of the kitchen, so I yelled, Hey, man, can you grab me a bowl of shreddies? What was he grabbing? Him, eh? what was he grabbing? What was he grabbing? He was, I don't know what he was grabbing. He didn't specify that. Uh-huh. He's probably grabbing like another bong rip or something. That's what she said. Yeah. He gives me the big bowl with all the sugar on top, and man, I was happy because, you know, I had the munchies. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I grabbed my spoon after letting them soak for a few minutes to soften up. Yes, I like them a little soggy. Don't we all? I ate, I ate the first spoonful, and when I ate the second spoonful, I was realizing something didn't taste right. That high-ass motherfucker poured salt all over <laughs> my cereal instead of sugar. And fuck, <laughs> it was gross. Keep up the good work, guys. Yala. Oh, yala. Oh, man. Um, Long network, but okay. I, I've, we'll, you know, we'll I've, still rep the yala. Colin, I gotta tell you something. One time. Not so long ago, actually. It might have been about four or five months ago. Um, I, I really wanted some coffee. And um, I was making some coffee in the morning. And uh, I grabbed the uh, salt by mistake instead of the sugar. So it happens. Shit happens. I, it was terrible. Just it's a, I mean, it's happened at work. We, we make a peach cobbler. Mm-hmm. And we put like a sugar and, and brown sugar like mixture on top before we throw it in the oven. Mm-hmm. And uh, people have taken the salt and thinking that it's sugar and mixed it in with the brown sugar and then sprinkled it on top of the peach complex. Oof. It's disgusting, dude. Oh, anyway. yeah. So this, this next email comes from our good friend, Sherry. Hey, oh, Shug. Big titty committee. Hey, Shug. Hey, you handsome fellows. That's us. Hope y'all are doing well. Mm-hmm. I love this top five. Saturday mornings weren't complete without cereal and Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Her number five, Honeycombs. Excellent. Her, Underrated. Her, her number four, Sugar Smacks. Mm-hmm. Her number three, Cookie Crisp. Stop. Real her quick. number two. Stop. Oh. Oh. Colin. Yes. <sighs> Cookie Crisp are fucking good. Yeah, they are good. They're highly underrated as well. They're very underrated. Um, do you remember when they first started the whole gimmick with the commercials with the goddamn uh, was the, the guy criminals, the criminals and the the police officer and the dog? 
because it was like a police officer that ripped it, and then it was like the criminal. The criminal finally was the rip, and then it was the dog that was the rip. Was the criminal a Puerto Rican? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I'm just you know putting it out there. Dominican, well, probably more Dominican than Puerto Rican. But but dude, excellent fucking cereal. I, I mean, who doesn't want cookies for breakfast? I'm just saying. No, all right, continue. Her number two, Cap'n Crunch. Mm-hmm. And number one, Steel Stands Today is my fave. Lucky Charms. Can't wait to hear the episode. Keep up the great work. Hugs and kisses, Sherry. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, Sherry, you are not only part of the Big Titty Committee, but apparently we have the same taste. If you notice uh, Sherry's... Uh, Top two, very reminiscent of uh, what I like. Uh, but um, but yes, I, I agree. Uh, Cookie Crisp, definitely underrated. Um, <clears throat> Captain Crunch, fantastic. Honeycombs, dude. Honeycombs is a good hearty cereal, dude. I, like I loved it growing up as a kid. Uh, you know, all good, dude. What else we got? This next email comes from last week's guest, Mrs. Mm. M. Oh, Hi, Rand Colin. Hugs and kisses. This cereal thing is a toughie because there are so many great cereals out there. As a kid waking up on a Saturday morning and rushing for my favorite box of cereal to watch Saturday morning cartoons will always be one of my fondest childhood memories, especially when they had the cool prize inside. Too bad they stopped doing that. The new generation of kids messed it up when they started swallowing the toys. Damn kids. Dickheads. My top five cereals are number five, Raisin Bran. Mm-hmm. She says it's a great cleanse. Number four, Puffins. It's peanut butter cereal. Never heard Number of that. Three, Captain Crunch Berries. Mm. When she feels she needs to have a little fruit for a balanced diet. Mm. LOL. Number two, Count, Count Chocula. Oh, forgot about those. Well, and they, they bring those cereals back around now around Halloween. You can find them. Uh, Frankenberry, Boo Berries, the 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 all of those like um, around Halloween. Count Chocula comes back, uh, and then number Boo- one, uh, really quickly, Boo Berries, mm-hmm. very underrated cereal. Very good, very good Please as well. Continue. Number one, Captain Crunch, aka Captain Crack. Mm. Pops almost made the cut. That's another solid good cereal. And they came in a different bag. Like they came in like that weird like aluminum-y bag. Like it was like a silver is a little bit thicker mm-hmm. than like the other cereal bags that you would get. Um, but I decided to leave it off the list. When my mom had to save money, she would buy King Vitamin cereal. Ah, I it was kind of a way. knockoff Captain Crunch, Mrs. M. I did mention that, Mrs. M. Uh, you are a woman with a, a fine palate, and uh, I got to be honest with you, um, Corn Pops. Fantastic cereal. See, it's so hard to pick a top five mm-hmm. because I remember I remember I went through certain stages as a child. And Did you corn pop cereals, absolutely. Well, what was your favorite mix? I I, I would do uh, like corn pops with some other things. I would might do frosted flakes with some fruity pebbles. I do um, uh, corn pops with maybe Lucky Charms. I did um I did oatmeal fruity raisin. pebbles and Lucky Charms. I did oatmeal raisin crisp with raisin bran. Yeah, I th- I've probably done uh, the the raisin nut crunch, which whichever one was the one that I liked, and mixed it with raisin bran too. That's a solid solid move. Oh yeah, yeah. 
What else we got, Colin? This last one comes from the Comandante of the network, the nerd from the Voices of Misery podcast. Mm-hmm. Haven't eaten this nasty sugar and carb-filled bullshit in years when I did eat this garbage. I liked these. Number five, Fruity Pebbles. Mm. Number four, Cocoa Puffs. Mm. Number two, Frosted Flakes. No, sorry, number three, Frosted Flakes. Number two, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And number one, Apple Jacks. Didn't taste like apples. No, not really, no. I had more of a cinnamony taste to it. I don't know where they got the apples from the Apple Jacks. I really don't. I really don't. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, listen. Here's the deal. (sighs) You know, we wanted to really focus in on having this be a fun, positive episode. And this may be a little shorter of an episode. But, you know, next week, we're going to be focusing in on our top five. This is um, who's the one who's the person that sent us that email was Brian Poland. Uh, Brian Poland. Yeah, uh, we had a whole bunch of different topics, you know, but I, I really Colin, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about anything negative, dude. I, I want to talk about things that are talk fun nice positive fun things in life positive like, like what about love colin yeah you had told me a quick story about love i mean who doesn't love love i mean what what about what about love colin like does does, does love that does it mean that you uh, tell tell me like you had a story colin that that it just it didn't matter whether you were 90 whether you were 20 whether you were 70 whether you're 30 love found each other like what's going on with that well, apparently over in the United Kingdom, Big Ray, mm-hmm. there is a show that is being put on, and it's called The um, Age Gap. Uh, oh, man, I have to pull up. Hang on one second. I That's fine. That's fine. Caught off guard here. I do apologize. That's fine, Colin. Oh, I'm, th- I'm sure you didn't expect to. I uh, thought we actually. were going into the singing, happy, fun topic, but... We're gonna listen. What we're gonna do is we're gonna run through these through these topics super quick, and we're gonna get the fuck out of here. We're gonna go off with a fantastic. We're gonna have to talk to to David Levy and and, and uh, old Athers about what kind of fucking programming they have on over there in Great Britain because mainstream media is now normalizing pedophilia no, in reality show, calling it age gap love. Now, Big Ray, we've talked on this show before about. Minor attracted persons mm-hmm. uh, maps. Um, they are allowed to have Twitter profiles. They are allowed. They're trying to uh, um, get attached to the LGBT community, like like it's LGBTQM crazy crazy type stuff. But mm-hmm. now there is a reality show mm-hmm. uh, being put on by Viacom over okay. in the United Kingdom. And it is promoting a relationship between a 16-year-old girl and a 44-year-old man. Instead of calling this what it is, the television called the television network called it age gap love. Big Ray. Now, in the UK, 16 is the legal age. And, you know, that the program admits, though, the affection between this 16-year-old and this 44-year-old man. Right happened before she was ever 16 that's disgusting dude are you serious yeah so what you're saying is you have a 44 you have a dude my age dating a kid 15 maybe 15 
when they first started seeing each other? They've known each other since she was a child. What does a child mean? What does that mean, dude? That's that. This is like really disturbing. This is disgusting. Originally, a friend of her mom, and over the years, became close to her children too. The program says as innocent music plays in the background, as if this sort of thing is entirely acceptable. What? Do, let me ask you a question, Colin, really quickly, dude. What? what what's an age gap that's too much for you? I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, twenty years is just way too much. But like I mean, fifteen's okay. But how can you find anything in? Like, I remember when I, when I had gotten divorced the first time. Well, I I won't even been, been divorced once, but I'm just saying, like when I got divorced, I was I think thirty three, and I went on a date with a twenty three year old girl, dude, and never again. Like it was just the worst. It, like you, you had nothing. We had nothing to talk about. The sex was fantastic, by the way. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, dude, it was just like. Like what do you what do you I don't know, dude. Like that's terrible, dude. That's awful. Yeah, it's the fact that they're trying to m- normalize this stuff uh, through reality television shows. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Well, you, you know what else is being normalized, Colin? What's that? The fact that if you're black, you know, and 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 uh, if you're black, you can call the cops, and apparently the cops will just come running. Because if if uh, if you're a, a a Caucasian woman, apparently here in New York City, uh, in Central Park, walking your dog off the goddamn fucking leash, you can call the cops and cry and fake off that this dude is fucking attacking you in the middle of Central Park. There, there was a woman, Colin, a young lady. Uh, I I forgot her name, but I think oh her name is Amy Cooper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard, but she just got fired from a very prominent job here in New York City. There was a gentleman apparently, quote unquote, bird watching in Central Park. Now, listen, people walk through Central Park. I know Central Park very well. And a lot of people, they take their dogs and they're supposed to keep them on the leash here in New York City. Long story short, this fucking dumb asshole uh, felt that she didn't have to keep her stupid dog on the leash. And what she did was uh, this gentleman was recording her and he had asked her very. I saw the whole video. He asked her very nicely, hey, you should keep your dog on the leash. He was recording her. And then what she did was she ran up to the dude. She's like, you know what? I'm going to tell the cops that that you're harassing me. And I'm going to tell the cops that you're, you're going to assault me and my dog. And long story short, dude, she basically called the cops and she lied. And she said that this dude was trying to assault her and her dog. When if you watch the video and, and you can YouTube Amy Cooper, the poor dog. Did you see this video, Colin? So I like, grabs the dog by the leash and like carries it by its neck. Like, dude, the the poor dog was choking. It was it was it was absolutely reprehensible. She's dragging this fucking dog. The dog doesn't know what the fuck. The dog doesn't know what the hell is going on right here. And the guy is very calm. He's like, "Ma'am, please stay away from me." And she says, more or less, "You know what? I'm going to tell the cops that you, an African American, is harassing me." She did, but this uh, video went viral. And apparently her company let her go, Colin. Did you hear about that? That's hilarious. Why? I did I did I did hear about that. Because I mean like she 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 tried to get a, a like did some crazy ass shit because she thought she could get away with some dumb shit. And I, I I think she rightfully should get fired from her job. She should. And and the fact of the matter is that a lot of this shit is going on now where I don't know. I, do you think it's 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 
a case where people are just really fucking stressed out over being at home? Do you think people are snapping? Like, like, why do you think more of things like this, or do you think this is something that's always been happening? Period. Like, do you think? Uh, like, listen, listen. Let, I let think me, it's let me, probably me. something that's always been happening, but now with social media and there's so many different ways, everybody has a cell phone on them. You can be recorded at any point in time. A lot more of these incidents and things that that we normally would get swept under the rug are now being posted and being brought to the light. So you know, you really got to be careful kind of what you do out there and it seems like in this article uh people walk their dogs out there with no leash all the time they they feel a like lot, they have yeah. this entitlement mm-hmm. to just do whatever the hell they want which you That's see that true. everywhere i mean you have people that come into our jobs that feel like they can talk to us the way however they want to talk to us because they know that they can come into that restaurant and say whatever they want to say to us and we can't say anything or do anything back to them because we'll get fired for whatever we say or do and and people get get their kicks out of that type of stuff it's just it's it's ridiculous she me, she deserves everything that she gets but let me ask you a question so I'm, I'm a puerto rican male and i'm looked upon as a minority now you're you're a caucasian male you live in the south um and the reason i ask you is because like i, I would like your perspective your point of view on this whole situation because not for nothing like pe- people we hear this term white privilege all the time. And I know you, Colin. You're not that type of dude. You know, you, you are married. Well, you have uh, a beautiful fiend who is of Latina descent. You have a, a, a child who is of, of Latina descent or Latino descent. And, like, how do you feel about a situation like this where people will perceive the fact that maybe perhaps you have some type of privilege? Do you think that is it a fact that, that certain people of the Caucasian ethnicity take advantage of that, you know, with situations like this? I mean, I think some of them might, and some of them try, you know, Mm -hmm. to play the victim in these situations. Like, oh, oh, it's me against a black person, me against a Hispanic person. If the cops come, they're going to believe me because it's, oh, poor white person, and the cop's usually white. But, you know, anytime I've been let off with a warning, it's it's been by a, a Hispanic cop uh, the, the two or three times that I've been let off with a warning. Um, anytime that I've had a job mm-hmm. where they've been like, "Hey, you're the white guy. We're going to use you as our white guy." Right. It's when I've worked for a minority company. <laughs> so really, my white privilege has has only helped me when I've worked in minority situations because they want me to be like I'm like the token white guy. But let me ask you a question: Do you ever feel some type of discrimination because your wife is Latina? Not really, no. I mean, she she works hard. She's a good worker. I'm not talking about in bed, Colin. I'm talking about in life. No, I'm dead serious. Like in life, she's a she's a, a great worker. Uh, she's got a great work ethic. Um, so a lot of that shines shines through more so than that. What what about on the personal basis? Like, do, do well, you so like- so the town that that we live in, the town that mm-hmm. she grew up in, because we right. just talked about this a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like a very redneck farm town. And so when she grew up, she was like, there were very few Hispanic people in this town. So like if, if her and her mom were out, people would look at her funny. People would stare, you know, like it's not like it is in New York where you got, there's, there's a lot of you guys around each other and stuff. Hold on. What do you mean? You guys, a lot of you people. What? How dare you? You, you know what I mean by you people. Oh, handsome, well hung. You, 
you you boat riding float floating over the ocean the gulf of mexico <laughs> bean and rice eating no i'm you just kidding motherfucker. Um, yeah, I, no, what, what colin's what colin really means is uh us unbelievable lovers but please continue yes and you make awesome uh telenovelas we do la rosa Fuck. de guadalupe is amazing uh hello betty la fea that's old school for people that don't know you know what that is you're smiling do you know what that is <laughs> No, no, that's just funny. Betty Ugly Lafayette. Betty, you never heard of it. Yeah, I know what Lafayette means, though. That's uh, anyway, that's why it's yeah, funny. That, that's what they used to call you. But go ahead, please continue. No, I just uh, so so growing up in this town, she she didn't see like you know the white people stared a lot, but now um, as more people from the north um, out in California and, and stuff have moved to North Carolina, and especially the area that I lived in, it's become more of a melting pot. Mm-hmm. You know, Raleigh's not necessarily; it's still a southern city. Right. But it still has it, it's got a lot of other, you know, affluence coming in from like the the north and the south of you know Florida and, and all these other things. So there's a lot of a larger Hispanic community out here. And she was talking about how she noticed that she doesn't get stared at anymore like they used to when when the Hispanic <laughs> population wasn't quite what it was out here. So you know, maybe maybe for Hispanics it's not as bad, but uh, I, I know for Black people it, they they definitely get profiled. They definitely get the short end of the stick with the police, no matter what what state you live in. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous how how much they get profiled. Well, unfortunately, in, in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we're not gonna, we're not going to delve into this too much because I don't want to focus on the negative. I'm going to focus on the positive. And the fact is, as I drop my, if you could please cover me here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he has dropped his phone. He's actually going to talk about the story about a Minneapolis where a police officer uh, had his knee on the neck of a gentleman, ended up killing this man. And uh, the good parts of this story is that the police department fired the two police officers, I believe, that were four. Four. Uh, the four there were four of them in this incident. Yeah. Wow. Um, let me just jump into this real quickly. <clears throat> All right. So this gentleman by the name of uh, George Floyd was. Um, detained or arrested i guess you would say for a a forgery case this is it's really unclear as to what the hell the forgery gimmick is but um apparently they said he resisted arrest they had the guy on the floor with his hands behind his back in handcuffs and the the one of the arresting officers uh held his knee down against his neck now let me explain this to you guys you know colin you know what a rear naked choke is right Yes. Now, when you put, uh, or or maybe for people that don't know exactly what a rear naked choke is in, in mixed martial arts, <clears throat> let's go to professional wrestling. A sleeper hold. What happens when you put a sleeper hold on somebody? So you're not you're not cutting the airflow off uh, to someone. You're actually cutting the blood flow off to the brain, which after right. a few seconds it makes you go to sleep. Which then, when the person lets go, the blood rushes back to your brain, and you wake up. Right. Um, so, what basically Big Ray is trying to say, which is something that I thought too right. when I saw the video or the yeah. pictures, um, that basically this cop had his knee lodged on top of this guy's carotid artery, and the the force of his knee in the ground is what cut the blood flow off to this guy's brain, and and he basically just died uh, due to ox- lack of oxygen and lack of blood flow to the brain. Now, you're probably listening out there saying, this is a terrible story. 
But, you know, because of social media, because of the fact that, you know, we, we spoke about people having their cell phones out. If let's say the, the, the other young man who was in the Central Park didn't have his cell phone, didn't have his camera to record what was exactly happening. He, the cops may have arrested him for mm -hmm. uh, possibly harassing this woman or maybe even she may have even lied, assaulting this woman. Maybe she, who knows? Um, in this situation, um, all four officers were they the fbi uh, apparently jumped right into this to investigate this situation and you know what guys listen i have family that are police officers i have friends like really close friends that are narcotics officers uh you know in the narcotics, narcotics division here in new york city and also i have another friend that's a police officer a sergeant in new york city and i usually lean more or lean towards like you know what i try to put myself in their shoes but in this situation, after watching the video, um, I thought justice was served for this for this gentleman. And yes, you know what? Yeah, maybe he did fight off the cops. But once you have somebody on their belly in handcuffs, there is no reason to hold them down. And uh, I believe uh, and the good news is I believe justice was, in fact, served as this gentleman. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, as is. Uh, yeah, this gentleman's. Death was not in vain, as they did lose their jobs. And unfortunately, one of his last words was, I can't breathe. And I don't know if you remember, back in New York City, there was a gentleman that was selling some... Uh, Eric Garner or something like that? Right, right. Well, he was selling illegal cigarettes. And uh, same thing happened. He was put in the chokehold, and those were his last words as well. So, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on, Colin. I just wanted, before we jump into this really fucking cool story, as we sign off... Like, why do you think this is happening, dude? Like, do you think this whole quarantine shit, people are just, like, on edge? Um, like, or is it just a thing that... Because, how can I put this? When I was a kid growing up, I grew up in the, in the 80s and the early 90s. I was a kid. More in the 80s. And, you know, back then, you didn't need a, a college degree to become a police officer. And we had a lot of great police officers here in New York City that, you know, just had their high school diploma. Some guys had a GED. And once they implemented the whole situation where you had to get a college degree, um, we had people from the city that could have made great cops, couldn't do it because they couldn't afford to go to college. So what they would do is they would hire people from out of state or upstate New York, not out of state, upstate New York, Long Island, who had never worked in, let's say, quote unquote, the hood. You know, they would get these jobs. And, dude, it's a frightening place for somebody who's never seen anything like that. And it's, it's a culture shock. And I'm not giving the cops a pass. But, dude, like, do you understand where I'm coming from with this man? Like how, uh, you know, you have a cop like this who probably didn't understand the situation, probably didn't know he's never been in a situation like this. And I think he was wrong. I think he was an asshole and I think he should have been fired. And I think the other, the other three cops that just stood by and did fucking nothing should have absolutely been fired as well. But do you think that maybe perhaps, you know, they should kind of, I don't know, man, like maybe perhaps like, eliminate that whole you need a fucking college like what does a piece of paper have to do with you doing a good job as a police officer i don't know i don't know I, and and it's sad that out of four police officers not one of them could be like hey bro like lighten up like you don't right? see you don't Get see often. them you don't see them like policing themselves it's almost like 
they're afraid to stand up to one another out of fear of retaliation of what would happen to them behind the scenes for standing up against their brother, you know, and something that we might not like, like in some kind of locker room thing to use a, like a Lucha, a Lucha term. But, uh, I, I think big I think the tensions and all this stuff is something that, that has been escalated by the, the media. Right. It, it's a narrative that they've put out there. Cause I mean, if you look at statistics and I, I get it, you know, there's, you know, it a lot more of these things get put over to to kind of put this narrative out there that that cops are against minorities and yeah you do you do get your ones that that are there and I, I saw some article earlier today that uh, said something about um, somebody warned about um, white supremacists joining like kind of infiltrating into the police system. And, and, you know, throughout the United States so that they could, you know, work their white supremacist agenda, you know, and then you have policies like stop and frisk, which are, aren't supposed to be, but it basically just gives cops an excuse to be like, oh, Ray, you're Hispanic and you look right. suspicious. Let me stop you and frisk you right now. So th- there's, it's, it's one of those things. It's been around for a long time. And, and I think, again, now that we have social media, now that we have cameras, now that we have, you know, the news is basically nothing but social media and people's cell phone cameras now, nowadays that it gets blown out of proportion. I think a lot more than, than, than what it needs to be. You know, you can pick and choose your stories, you know, uh, you know, here's, here's where cop white cop guy kills the black guy. But then, you know, I, I saw a story. I was, I don't even know what I was doing big Ray, but I found a story where it's, it's a video and you can watch it. It's here in it's here in the North Carolina. Um, I think the county over one of their sheriffs pulled the guy over. Big Ray. Okay. Pulled pulled the guy over. Okay. And and the sheriff was talking to him really nice. Hey sir, do you have a gun in the car? Yes, yes, I have a gun in the car. Mm-hmm. Hey sir, can you just what I'm going to do is is you just I'm going to come around to the other side of the car. I'm okay. going to get the gun out of the car. You just open the, you know, I'm going to open the glove compartment, all this other stuff, right? So the cop comes around to the other side of the car. Now, the guy is going to reach for the gun, and the cop clearly is like, hey, stop. Stop reaching for it. Stop. You calm down. Like, you've been cool this whole entire time. Like, like listen to me. Like, listen to me. And the dude makes a move for the gun. Now, you don't see any of this. You just see the cop shooting into the car, right? He fires, right. like, three off. Right. But then instead of like, and, and you, you're not going to see this video. You know why you're not going to see this video? Why? Because they show the cop showing compassion for that man that he just shot. Right. They show that cop there for every second with that man, um, you know, put putting pressure on his wounds, doing everything you like, like, you, and you see the whole story. And it's like, there, here's an incident where this guy didn't listen to police commands and he simply lost his life. And then you, you have on this spectrum, Guys like Eric Garner, uh, this poor gentleman that lost his life, where it's just oversight. Just somebody, somebody could have checked somebody. You know, this the, this state trooper, this sheriff that we had in North Carolina, he was cognizant of these types of situations. Right. This guy, you would think knowing, and and this is what baffles me is that you would think knowing going into the tensions that we've had recently between cops and minorities, that cops, especially white cops would be more prevalent to think like, all right, one, I'm probably being filmed. 
to let me like not like what what the fuck is going through my head right now instead of letting the adrenaline of all right we got this perp let's fuck him up right now right you know that and and some of those guys get that kick out of having that power i i just i it's, there's it's no like, telling right because i think there's Colin, a lot of different environmental factors involved. it's not it's not even a thing of a fucking white cop See, this is the thing. I mean, it's it's all cops that do it, but they try to portray it as white cops. And that's the thing that I think it's unfair. Because if you see in New York a couple of weeks ago... Oh, it's, you it's, know, it's Hispanic cops, it's black cops. What about the Hispanic cop that beat the fucking shit out of that kid that did we, nothing? We had a not wearing a mask. cop here just a couple of weeks ago accidentally kill someone. Yeah. And... Well, this the, and this is the craziness of it all, too, Big Ray. This okay. is why you can't just believe social media, mm-hmm. because here in North Carolina, some some black lady got on some Facebook group, and there was a shooting. Some some guy stole something from a gas station. The cop saw a gun, shot the guy, killed him. Some black lady went on Facebook and started this whole group, whole post about how the cops shot and killed a little kid mm-hmm. over some pizza. And then all the true details came out, right. and people were protesting at this cop lady's house for three days while she's trying to sleep, slamming on pots. They had cops around her house, oh. like all because of what this lady put on Facebook. And then the details came out that it wasn't a kid that got killed, that it was like a 23-year-old dude that had prior records, that had a gun, that had all these other things that actually brandished the gun towards the cops and that it was a black female cop that shot the guy. Like, Mm. these are the things that you're not going to hear. And do you think that that lady that posted that Facebook thing took it down, came out and said, hey, guys, I'm sorry, I was wrong? No, none of that shit ever happens. None of that shit ever happens. She whipped up this whole fervor of of a a pitchfork, torch-holding people to go after this cop, and she was wrong wholeheartedly in her information, and she's not being held accountable for any of this stuff. And this is the the uh, society we're in right now, where people love to point their cameras, uh, make opinions, and a lot of people don't. How how do you put this? They don't. Um, they're able to say what they want to say. They're mm-hmm. able to give an opinion, and 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 people's opinions. You know, words are very strong. I was to get into this whole story about this young wrestler who um, committed opinions are sui- opinions. They're not facts. Right. And and there, there was this young wrestler and uh, Japanese wrestler. I'm not going to get into the story because I don't want to leave us on the down. But this young lady, she committed suicide because, you know, on social media, you know, people were very opinionated about her. And they were saying things about her being ugly and all this other sh- stupid terrible. And it was people that were fans of a reality show. They weren't even like wrestling fans. No. It, it, and it was just to her. And this young lady commits suicide. And, you know, what I'm trying to say is that our words are so fucking powerful, Colin. You know, um, you know, I've never been that guy. You know, growing I grew up in an age where. When we had a problem, we used to deal with it at three o'clock outside the school by the basketball court or in the courtyard or in the lunchroom. You know, um, fisticuffs. You know, we would fight and it would be over. Mm-hmm. Now it's this cyberbullying. It's all these terrible opinions and and people saying these terrible things and, and sitting behind these computers and just fucking talking and and really like like dude, you know, I I, I put it like this: when you have a child, okay, when you have a kid, when you're a father or a mother, 
if you call your kids stupid and you continue to call your kids stupid or worthless, they're going to grow a feeling that they're mm-hmm. that they're stupid and worthless. And we really fucking need to be careful what we say. We really do, Colin. You know? That's why when I say that you're handsome, Colin, you know, it's 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 you know, it's not just because it's a fact. Yeah, as as he's he's showing me his dimples. But it's 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 a word of encouragement. People out there, listen. Over the over the last few months, we've gone through whether you believe that this whole COVID nineteen coronavirus shit is real, whether it's fake, whether you know we have people that that unfortunately deserve to be compensated for unemployment, people losing their jobs. It's a lot of fucking negativity in this world, Colin. You know, dude, a lot of fucked up shit going on. Let's bring some positive into this world, dude. You know, and you can do this very easily. You know, um, there was a gentleman by the name of Shad Gaspard, who's a professional wrestler. And um, I don't know if you guys heard this story in TMZ a, a couple of days ago. He he passed away. He was he was uh, he took his son out to the beach and they were pulled by a, a rip current, if I'm correct. And uh, his last words were, please save my son. How powerful is that, dude? Those were his last words. He died. He passed away. But but he was a hero with what he said. He was a hero with telling the lifeguards, forget about me. Save my kid. And what I'm trying to take what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you can be a hero, man, just by what you say. By controlling your words, by controlling your actions, by taking a breath. You know, I, I travel every single day here in the United States, uh, the United States, in New York City, on the subway, and I see these fucking homeless people on the trains and, and crazy people that that are just, you know, they don't know what else to do but to lash out. And I can get up and I can fucking physically uh, get into an altercation. I've talked about this here. The only time I got into one physical altercation is because I felt like I had to defend myself. And defend two nurses that were on a New York City MTA platform. That's the only time I've done. But sometimes we need to diffuse the situation instead of make things worse. You know, and I think, Colin, like 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 having this show right here, you know, I wanted to focus in on the positive. Yeah, we just spoke of a, of a negative situation. But the positive that came out of this terrible story, Colin, is the fact that this gentleman... You know, hopefully moving forward, this may be a positive. You know, uh, maybe police officers, people in authority, people in, in places of power will take this and see this and understand that, you know what, maybe there is a better way of handling a situation. Do I blame the cop for what he did? Unfortunately, in my humble opinion, yes. But the fact is that you can do a you can do a hell of a lot of good, Colin, with just fucking just. It's so simple. You know, you ever heard of that old moniker half uh, glass half full, glass half empty? Yes, dude. You know, we need to really start looking at the positive, man. I, yeah, hell yeah, dude. You know, I'm an essential worker. You're an essential worker. 
You know, people look at us, Colin, and they're like, oh, you're so lucky. You're working. Colin, how stressful has it been? How stressful has it been for you over the last couple of months? Be honest. Well, I mean, I talked about it at the top of the show, the whole mask thing. Like you get now. Now we've got people coming in that aren't wearing masks and are mad that we're not wearing masks. And it's just like, dude, you're not even wearing one. Why are you in here yelling at us about not wearing masks? Like, people are just finding excuses to be mad. It, it is. It. I am ready for things to go back to normal. This is ridiculous. I just want to go out, not have to stand in line to go to Walmart, not have to stand in line to go to Ross or TJ Maxx. Just want to go to Outback Steakhouse, get a blooming onion, <laughs> get a delicious steak. And not have to worry about like curbside delivery service. Like, just want to go inside and be waited on and have a nice night out. Is that just too much to ask for, Big Ray? It's not, man. And, um, you know, I want to go off the air with something really positive. And we're not going to do a lot of talking here. But before we let you go, we're going to put over our social media. And then we're going to go into this really quick, cool story of, uh, a real positive story. I just want to, before we do that, I just really quickly, and I'm going to take literally 30 seconds or maybe a minute to say that, you know, you look at me and Colin, we're essential workers working every single day. And you may look at us and say that, Oh, you're lucky. You still have your job. And then me and Colin will probably look at you guys who are collecting unemployment and say, man, you're lucky you're at home. And then you have those people like the nerd nerdette, who are good people, good parents, fucking solid individuals, and they're not getting fucking helped. There is fucking negative, and there is fucking positive. And I, I, I really, maybe a lot of people don't believe in God, they'll believe in, in whatever karma, whatever the hell, but I believe in God, and I believe that, that eventually whatever is negative, whatever is down will come up. Okay, and I do fully feel that if we put out positive energy and if we put out prayers and we if we put out love that it's going to come back and fucking nothing defeats love, nothing defeats positivity, nothing defeats um, good thoughts and happiness and prayers, man. I'm telling you, man. And Colin is shaking his head agreeing with me, but I'm going to tell you something. Nothing, a, it does, I mean, you're right. It, nothing, nothing. I mean, just power positivity and. You know, this show right here, I want you guys to come away from and and me and Colin are silly. Next week we'll we'll have our our regular silly show. But I wanted to take this show a little seriously. I want it to be a positive show, but also a serious show. Because there's been a lot of negativity in this world, guys. A lot of negativity. And I'm sure you've listened to other podcasts and other shows and and, and you, you turn on your TV and you just see fucking death and all this other shit. But just know, guys, that at the end of every tunnel, there's a light. You know? And roller coasters, they go up and they go down. But you know what? At the end of the, sh- at the, end of the ride, it's, it's invigorating. There's a happy ending to every single moment of your life. Please focus on the positive. There was a gentleman, Colin. And this gentleman, uh, he lived in Louisiana. His name is Archie Williams. Okay. This guy was incarcerated, Colin. Listen to this. How old are you, Colin? 
35. This gentleman was incarcerated for 36 years. Oh, one year man. more. Colin, one, me, one year more than you've been alive. I've had a long life. <laughs> you have. For something he didn't do. Holy crap. That's crazy. But you know what he did, Colin? What did he do? <sighs> when he was in prison, he took, he took the opportunity to look at things in a positive nature. <clears throat> I don't mean to crack. I'm sorry, guys. He, 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 he would sing for his fellow um, prisoners. He would use the God-given talents that he had. And may, you know what? Maybe he's no Luther Vandross, man. <laughs> you know? Never too much, never too much. <laughs> but this gentleman, he... Um, he looked, at, he looked at the light at the end of the tunnel. And because of the same technology that has pulled us apart is the same technology. See, we always look at this, oh, things are getting too, you know, technology is killing us as human beings. But this same technology that is killing us. Let's look at it, Colin, in the positive light, buddy. The same technology that we hate so much that is pulling us apart as a human race was the same technology that pull this man out of prison because mm -hmm. of a DNA because of a DNA test buddy buddy I was gonna I was gonna ask if it was DNA was the the reason how he got off it was it was because what happened was with this poor guy you know they couldn't find the killer and um even though all of the proof had him innocent because he was a young black man in Alabama Oh, I'm sorry. Was it in Louisiana? Excuse me. They had to have somebody pay. Probably the same difference. It's same same difference, pretty much. Alabama, Louisiana. Very close. But this gentleman, those Colin, cops probably sounded more like Bayou Cajun guys, like like mm -hmm. the coach from uh, the Water Boy. This guy, dude, Colin. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, but I love the Water Boy. <laughs> Oh, the devil. Foosball is the devil. <clears throat> but, um. Don't you know breaking in people's cars is the devil now? Foosball is the devil, too. I like titties. They make me happy. <laughs> I like titties, too. I like Gen Cities. Oh, I love them. I like big titties. Mm, big shout out, Strangle Steve and Andrew Bello. Listen, guys, this gentleman took all that negative 36 years, a lifetime in prison for something he didn't do. And he turned it into a positive. So what we're going to do is we're going to end this show. Because what this gentleman did, <laughs> Archie Williams, what he did was he went on America's Got Talent. And he gave his heart. He gave his soul. He told his story. And he gave something that a lot of these shows, a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these news reports are not giving. They give us, he gave us hope. And I want to leave you guys with hope. So the last few minutes of this podcast is going to be his audition. His, him standing in front of America. Him performing. Him giving his life story. Terry Crews in the background, giving him love. 
in front of Simon Cowell and all the other judges, Colin. It's a beautiful thing, man. But out of everything, Colin, he gives us hope. And ladies and gentlemen, whether you believe that this COVID-19 thing is a farce, whether you believe it is a real thing, it is something that we are dealing with together as a family, as a community of human beings. And I want you to leave this podcast knowing that there is always hope. When you love, when you live, when you communicate, and when you open your heart, there is always a possibility for positivity. Colin, can you please put over your social media? Because I'm sure we yeah. might get some, hey, we might, we look, might get some I'm, kids I'm, here, man. I'm pulling for uh, for this guy to win America's Got Talent. Um, but you can find me on Twitter at Colin Weissong. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Your Random Pod. Make sure to send us an email at yourrandompod at gmail.com. And make sure you go and listen to us over on hackerhameen.podbean.com on Saturday for the Smack Attack, where we have all kinds of great shows. The, the locker rooms, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. We got the Conspiracy Horsemen, all kinds of great shows. And make sure you listen to the voices of misery here at voices of misery.podbean.com and uh big ray i think uh, i think i covered it all go to t public buy voices of misery t-shirt go to pro backslash ben hameen and buy a big ben hameen t-shirt and um yeah I think, I think that's it yeah i'll give my social media real quickly really quickly excuse me ladies and gentlemen you can follow me on twitter at big ray show on instagram at big ray show also on tiktok uh, believe it or not, I'm Big Ray Show. Um, I, I'm not doing the whole TikTok uh, geeky thing. Go to TikTok, follow me there. You'll see what I'm doing because I'm, I'm kind of making a lot of political statements, but I'm having a little fun at the same time. And uh, you can find me on Facebook at Raymond Big Ray Hernandez. Hey guys, you know what? Like I said, next week it'll be our regular ridiculous podcast. But this week, you know what? I think we needed some positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a little bit, a some, little bit. something to get us out of this funk. A little bit, little bit. So you know what, ladies and gentlemen, as we sign off here, I am, like I said, we're not going to do this as normal. This is not a normal show. This is a little different. But we're going to go off to the beautiful, unbelievable, inspirational Archie Williams, who spent 36 years in prison for something he did not commit. 37, if you round it up. And uh, just know, ladies and gentlemen, there's always hope. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll be back. And Colin, next week we'll be we'll be funny again, right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna have all kinds of jokes prepared. Yeah. Will you show me your penis? Yeah, that'll that'll get him to laugh. Fuck no, it's very handsome. Oh. Oh, okay. Nah, anyway. No. I you... I shaved an Abraham Lincoln in my I, balls. I that's funny. I shaved the AC in my uh oh you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week here. At the Ridiculously Random Podcast. We love you. God bless you. And again, ladies and gentlemen, hope. Change. Welcome. Thank you. Let's start with your name, please, sir. My name is Archie Williams. Then where are you from, Archie? I'm from Louisiana. Louisiana. Right, let's get to know you first of all, Archie, a little bit. Okay. I, uh... I was just incarcerated for 37 years for somebody else's crime. Ooh. <laughs> DNA freed me. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, my God.
On the morning of December the 9th of 1982, a 30-year-old white woman was raped and stabbed in her home. I was arrested on January the 4th. I couldn't believe it was really happening. I knew I was innocent, I didn't commit a crime. But being a poor black kid, I didn't have the economic ability to fight the state of Louisiana. At the trial, none of the fingerprints at the scene matched mine. Three people testified that I was at home, but they wanted somebody to pay. I was sentenced to life in 80 years without the possibility of parole or probation. I was sent to Angola State Penitentiary. It was classified as the bloodiest prison in the United States. You had a choice to either be strong or weak, you know, because you will be tried and tested. Days turned into weeks, into months, into years, and into decades. It's like a nightmare, you know? 37 Seven years. years. How did you get through? Freedom is of the mind. Yes. I went to prison, but I never let my mind go to prison. When you know you're faced with dark times, what I would do is I would pray and sing. This is how I got peace, you know? And when the Innocent Project took my case, I just kept hope that they will prevail. This new technology got me back in court. They was ordered to, you know, run the fingerprints in the database. Within hours, they matched the prints to uh, a serial rapist. After 37 years, I was released on March the 21st, 2019. How does it feel right now to be out, to be vindicated? Man, it's a feeling I'm still trying to grab. I'm still trying to digest the freedom that I have right now. I watched America Got Talent in prison, and I would visualize myself being there. I always desired to be on a stage like this, and now I'm here. Thank God. I know it's my chance of a lifetime. Wow, Archie, well, I'm so sorry you had to go through what you went through, but thank God uh, the right thing happened and you're out. Thank you. So what are you going to be doing today, Archie? I'm a sing. Okay. Take a deep breath. We're all with you, Archie. I can't lie. No more of your darkness All my pictures Seem to fade to black and white I'm going tired And time stands still before me Frozen here on the ladders of my life. 
search myself There's always someone else I see just another fraction of your life to wander free but losing everything is like the sun going down Just allow a, a fragment of your life to wander free. But losing everything is like the sun going down. Gosh. <laughs> Heidi. I mean, um, I don't cry for a whole lot of things, but that really like did it to me, I have to tell you. It just, I don't know, went from you to me and I felt you and I've been thinking about you and your life. That was very um, powerful. Howie? 37 years, I can't imagine they took a life away from you. But if there's anything that can be given to you, it is, and I feel it right now, is the love, is the love that you are getting. Even though you did 37 years, 37 years that didn't break you. Picture you watching the show, hoping, hoping, holding to something, and now you're here, and we love you. Archie, I, I would never ever listen to that song uh, in the same way ever again after you sang that. It took on a whole different meaning for me, and you're a very, very courageous person. By the way, you have a really good voice. Thank you, Sam. You really, really do. This is uh, an audition I will never forget for the whole of my life, Archie. Now we have to do the important part. Let's start with Howie. Oh, I love you, yes. Heidi? It's a definite, definite yes for me. Yeah. And you get your third yes from me. I'm gonna work out, I'd say we've got about 3,500 yeses here. 